Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk. Just want to get you a little bit of a heads up that the recording was a little bit off today, but it's still good enough that you should be able to enjoy the podcast. So stay tuned and here we go. My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your tell it like it is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick unless you act like one first. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where we do what we do just that. We real men having real conversations and connecting. And actually, that's where we're going to go today. We're going to talk about connection. But before we do, don't forget to hop over to the website and check out the Unapologetic Life Assessment if you haven't done it. And check out everything else. Join our Facebook group. You'll find us at 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk on Facebook. And if you have nothing better to do, go give us a review as well. We'd love that. Um, Of course, iTunes just changed everything. It's really hard to find those reviews. But if you dig far enough, you will find where you can give us a review or on any place that you listen to it. So enough of the advertisements. Let's get into this. I always have found it really interesting to watch men. Well, okay, I I watch men because I'm gay. But really interesting to watch men try to connect with each other and with other people because something's there sometimes that just puts this really big barrier up. And one of my friends who is a fellow coach and an author and a TED speaker, and we've done a retreat together with men, and it was a really amazing thing that we did that we actually got to see this connection thing really happen and unfold um, in front of us, and it was amazing. But um, Alan Cohen has been a buddy of mine for quite a while now, and he actually is what I would consider a master of this connection thing. He's got a great book about it, and... um, you know, enough of that. I just want to bring Alan on and say, thanks, buddy, for being here, and good to connect with you again. So <laughs> thanks for joining hey, me. Hey, Rick. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know this is, it's been interesting to watch this come about for you, because it's been about the last year or so that this has really become, this is what Alan is all about, this connection stuff. So why did that suddenly become a real focus for you, buddy? Yeah, I, I have always been fascinated with the ways that we connect as human beings and, and how we disconnect um, both, both consciously and unconsciously. Um, Somebody asked me this question just recently and I, and I I was thinking about introverts and extroverts Mm -hmm. in particular, how I, I am the, the extroverted one in a very large family of introverts. So, so I at a very early point in my life had to, had to understand how to connect with people who have very different personality profiles. And, um, and so I also think that um, one of the reasons why it's been very top of mind for me, especially over the past few years is in this particularly connected world in which we live, where, where we can, we can experience hyper connection. I, I also feel that sometimes we're more, um, it, it, we can get overwhelmed. Yep. And, and so as somebody who used to find it very easy to connect with people because there was more, there seemed to be more time given mm-hmm. to it. 
I've noticed of late that that there's an immediacy and an impatience. It's like either I connect with you right now in the first 30 seconds or or I dismiss you and I'm moving on to the next the next person, the next person, the next person. It's yeah. it's um, like speed dating yeah. in in our relationships. And and so I I'm just really interested to see how we navigate through that. And um, it's not like I have a silver bullet or or anything like that, but I am very observant of yeah. uh, of behaviors and tendencies. What's well, interesting because something you just said kind of sparked a thought in my mind, which is really good given that I'm like old and <laughs> it's just early here in the morning and my mind getting sparked. But it, it's like we, there is such an urgency to connect that we don't even know how to disconnect at times because we've mm-hmm. got everything in the palm of our hands. And it was funny because last night I couldn't sleep and of course, even though even though Ariana Huffington says no <laughs> electronics in the bedroom, I have to have my iPad so I can sleep. Yeah, I've got to read or yeah. something, right? And I thought this is kind of crazy because the one thing I try not to do most of the times is like even though the notices will come up like oh somebody just posted this on Facebook or you just got an email. I mean at one thirty two thirty in the morning, I'm like no, do not because you know what's going <laughs> to happen. But right. yet this connection, it's almost like it, we've become these people who are like oh somebody wants to do something so i need to go hop on this right now but yet that's actually getting in the way of real true connection because we have lost the ability at least in my opinion i know this kind of where you're going to to like connect at a deeper level and and right right and all this other stuff yeah i know i think it's it's you know you can go deep or you can go broad and i think for a lot of us we we our tendency is to go broad because because everything is so accessible and we can we can convince ourselves that we have all of these relationships and you know we've got our twitter following and our instagram following and our paul the 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 facebook friends but really you know how many people would you feel comfortable picking up the phone and sharing your your deepest most intimate thoughts with yeah. And, um, and speaking of which, why do you think, I mean, this whole podcast obviously is about guys for you and over. Why mm-hmm. do you think that guys in particular, and I, I know I'm generalizing here, guys, so, yeah. but I think, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think we would all admit it if we could like swallow our pride and admit it, that guys tend to have a harder time really doing that deeper level, let's go deep connection versus let's go broad. I think there's a lot of guys that we just, yeah, we have our broad swath of guy friends, but. I don't know that a lot of us have those deeper relationship ones. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I do a lot of work in corporate, and um, and we were talking earlier, Rick, you and I, the, about emotional intelligence, which is right. an assessment tool that I use, which helps measure um, fifteen different dimensions of our of our emotional being. And um, and when I introduce the tool to many of my male clients their first initial reaction is i'm really uncomfortable like i'm uncomfortable with the feeling stuff and um so it takes a little longer sometimes for me to develop the trust that i'm not going to have them do anything that feels really weird or um too uncomfortable to to be open to looking at how their how a lower less developed empathy um, vulnerability, how those things actually are work more against them than for them in terms of the kinds of relationships that they want. Yeah. 
So I think that, you know, without without going to gross generalizations and stereotypes, I think for a lot of us, for, for men, um, as a gay man, I know this is probably even more so. It's just like the um, discourage discouragement from a very early age of more female associated characteristics. Yep. So expression of emotion, vulnerability, fear, um, all those things, which when we do voice them can, can help forge deeper connection uh, yep. as a, as a, as a younger, as my younger self, um, I always felt discouraged, you know, don't cry. Don't be this. Don't yep. be that boys. Don't do that. Boys don't do that. So, um, so now I say, fuck that. Ooh, can I say that? Oh, of course you can. <laughs> you already did, but yes, we can, <laughs> we can say whatever the fuck we want. This is my podcast. So yes. Right. But I think yeah. that's interesting because the, what we, what just happened here is for guys, it's almost okay to like be that aggressive. Fuck you. If that's okay. But to turn around and say, you know, and actually I just literally before I got on a call here, I was texting one of my clients and I was challenging him to do something unusual today. And he goes, well, you mean do something like different today than I normally would or, you know, to try something new. And I said, whatever makes you feel uncomfortable. And he came back with, I don't like feeling uncomfortable. And that was such a beautiful thing because I knew in that moment and that was something really big for him to even admit, I don't like feeling uncomfortable because We as guys aren't supposed to say that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hopefully it's changing. Um, yep. It's changing a bit, um, and uh, and we've got we've got a ways to go. Um, so, what do you think in the emotional yeah. intelligence arena is some of the stuff that makes men really uncomfortable? And for guys that haven't looked at this stuff, I mean, I know that sounds like okay, like we're doing something in the CIA, but you know, <laughs> I'm going to kind of I'm going to net it down, and then I'm going to ask Alan to kind of net down what his you know, perspective of emotional intelligence is, but I see it as this, how do our emotions drive us to do anything and really understanding that so that we can better connect and better understand each other. When you can see something at the emotional level, there's amazing things that you can start to understand and amazing things that you can accomplish. So, right. How we use our emotions to, to prop, to solve problems, how our emotions help us manage stress, how, um, how our emotions help us see things objectively or subjectively. So there's a, there's a whole range of things. Yeah. I think, I think it, I mean, to, to really, to really simplify it, I think that a lot of men are, um, they have low, emo- low emotional self-awareness and often high emotional expression. So they are expressing an emotion that's not what they're actually feeling, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so if you yeah. think about like how that's, where that distinction is, it's like, yeah. well, I'm going to show you, I'm like going to show anger, you know, but I'm not really angry. I'm actually afraid as shit. So, uh, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to express anger in a, in a responsible way. Mm-hmm. So it just, I kind of push the, I push the fear down and then the anger just, uh, the anger just bubbles up and often in very, um, in, in a kind of unmanageable way, yeah. you know, yeah. in, in rage or in yelling or whatever, when it's, I, I misspoke when, when it's fear. Yeah. I don't know how to express fear in a, in a responsible way, right. but I'm very comfortable expressing anger, even though that's not what I'm feeling. Right. 
Well, I think anger often for guys masks the other stuff. It's either, as you just brought up, fear. It could be frustration. It could be confusion. But, oh, Mm -hmm. my God, I can't can't admit that I'm confused. And frustration, it's kind of similar to anger. I think a lot of guys Mm -hmm. could say I'm frustrated, but sometimes the frustration is tied to something that is actually a deeper emotion of, I don't know how to tell you what I need to tell you, so I'm frustrated. But I can't tell you that I don't know how to tell you. Tell you, yeah. so I'm only gonna let this anger come like charging forward, you know, right? And, um, and it's, it's and such a warrior energy. And sometimes, Rick, it's just a um, it, it's not having the access to the language around emotions. Mm-hmm. So when you sh- when you show a, a, a man, or actually not just a man, but but anyone, a list of all of the emotions, the the thousand different yep. emotions, they're like they'll often be surprised because they thought it was happy, sad, yep. angry, mad, like that, mm-hmm. you know, that's it. But they're, so, so some of the work that I do is certainly just getting people to be able to distinguish what, what am I feeling? Because every feeling has a, has a different message and it has a different strategy um, to, to act upon it or not act upon it. Um, but, but that's like usually the, the, the baseline is just helping people learn a language around uh, to be able to express mm-hmm. express a feeling and why they're feeling that way and i also think that people in general so i'm going to move from the guys and then i'm going to come mm-hmm. back to the guys very quickly mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. in general and then men specifically don't realize that a majority of how we connect is in our emotions right in fact most everything we do is a connection of emotion Right. You know, I'm happy today right. to be reconnecting with you because we haven't had a chance to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm also excited that we're sharing on a podcast, which is something that I really love doing. So right now, my happiness and my love emotions are really high. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those things are what are connecting us here. But I wouldn't necessarily say, oh, <laughs> I'm going to see my friend Alan and there, there's this really cool love and excitement that's going on. But yet that's really what's going on. You know, it's yeah. like this, this interesting yeah. stuff that we haven't learned to talk in these. Well, you and I have because we're like girlfriends. <laughs> we 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 can talk <laughs> offline about lots of stuff, but um, yeah. But I think it's interesting that we don't realize that our emotions are literally our connection points. Yeah. It's so much of what we do. Yeah, and in, in business, certainly, you know, it's like if you're uh, in a sales, cool. if you're in a sales role, and you know, salespeople are buying emotionally. They're making, you know, they're thinking logically. They're buying emotionally. Do uh, how how skilled are we at understanding the emotions of that customer, or that client? You know, because if we can acknowledge how they're they're feeling, we're probably more likely to make the sale. Yeah. Um, but we just go right. You know, we we tend to just motor right through that, and we miss the we miss the gold. Um, and, and, and rushing to the finish. Well, and so much of our emotions too get in the way of our connection. Like if we're, if our emotion is, you know, anger because you're not listening to me and I've actually heard myself say those words or I've watched other people say those words. I'm like, um, excuse me. (laughs) Hello. Mm -hmm. You're not angry. You want to be listened to. Right. That's what you want. Right. You're frustrated and angry because you're not being listened to. Because you're not being listened to. But what if you actually said, I just would really like you to listen to me right now. Right. 
that's Everybody the bottom line. Slow down. Just <laughs> right. slow down. Yeah, and I think a lot of us miss that piece. I know it's interesting because I just posted out, um, or actually I'm getting ready to collaborate with a gal who actually runs a podcast similar to this for women. Mm -hmm. And hers is called 40 Thrive. Awesome. And so we are connecting together and go, okay, let, let's do some collaboration here and see what we can do. And so I was throwing her some questions that what, okay, I'm going to give this away. So we're each going to ask our communities the same question. And then I'm going to go on her podcast Love and, and give the perspective of what the men have said. And then she's going to come on this podcast and say, here's what women say, because we both believe we're actually much more alike than different. But I think it's I think, yeah. to see this. So that book, so you need to update. It'll be that uh, an update to that men are from... Yes, exactly. Women are from Mars, women are from Venus, Mars, or whatever from it is. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 exactly. And I think like certain, like our basic human needs are the same. How we yeah. maybe want them expressed or absolutely is different. But um, it's so interesting because one of the questions I put in front of her is, "How do men respond emotionally most of the time to any mm -hmm. given challenge?" And I thought this will be really interesting, and also to put that same question in front of women because. We can all suddenly make the, we can already make the assumptions what the answers right. are going to be, but I actually right. think we're going to be surprised by some of the answers that will come back. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Because it will all come, again, generalizing here, folks, it will all come from a place of emotion, but the assumptive emotions that we think that women will have in response to that question and the assumptive emotions we think men will have in response to that question will be where I think it will get really, really But I think that's, and I think that's the better conversation to be having right now it, it amidst this polarizing Me Too, yep. politically correct yep. environment where we're like dug in in terms of our differences, and yep. how you don't understand me, I don't understand you, and, right. and, and making people wrong to the extent that they're walking on eggshells or even around around each other and around the topic rather than just lean in and say, like, everybody's uncomfortable with this. Like, we don't, no, right. none of us know what the hell we're doing. So let's figure it out together and just stop being offended by everything. We're not, you know, we, we will find more common ground if we just stop, stop. digging in and exactly. being ridiculous. So. so I'm curious before we wrap this up here, this yeah. is the question that I've been, I actually wrote, as soon as you said yes, I'm like, okay, I want, I want to kind of know what his take is. And I know it could be multiple answers here, but I'm 58. Was that the question? No, no girl. We're so close in age. I'm 56. I didn't realize they were that close together. Um, my question is this, what do you feel for you is one of the emotions that helps you best connect with people? That's a good question. I I would say when I'm when I'm not in my uh, in my kind of selfish space mm -hmm. in my self-centered self-centered fear and worry, I I think I have a pretty high degree of empathy. Mm -hmm. um, I I think it's 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 reasonably easy for me to imagine how someone else might be feeling given mm -hmm. how they're seeing the situation. I think that that, 
um, that's a pretty powerful emotion. Yeah. Um, but when I'm triggered, it's hard for me to yeah. to see it that way. You know, that I'm as too, I too busy thinking about myself. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think that is a very it's a really interesting. And I'm not sure what particular emotion we've assigned to that, but mine is kind of similar because I know where I best connect with people is when I'm in a, I'm going to say it's not a, it's probably could be an emotion, but it's more of a state. When I'm in a state of curiosity, mm -hmm. I can connect with anybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I'm in a state of judgment, I can't connect with anybody. Right. I can connect with people like me because then we're all gossiping and judging. But I can't, it, again, back to this polarization that we're seeing between Me Too, politics, all this sort of stuff. Yep. If I am in a state of judgment, I can't even begin to see. And I can't be empathetic. Yep. But when I'm curious, even though it can be really hard <laughs> at times, yep. but when I'm curious, I'm much more willing to connect with people. But I think that actually, I think that relates really well to empathy. Mm -hmm. Right, because mm -hmm. if I'm if I'm curious, you know, then I'm the, I might be asking myself like why, like why without judgment, right? Yeah. It's like so why, like how might a person be experiencing that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, a person different from me, how might they be experiencing a situation Absolutely. like that? How might they be? How might they be looking at the the, the world or their situation differently? So I think that I think those things they can live separately, and I think that they can mm -hmm. live live Absolutely. together. No. Well, this is awesome, man. I loved having this conversation. And I'm so proud of you for getting your TEDx done that you just thank recently you. did. That was awesome. And what's thank the name you, of your book you, so you. we can plug that book real quick before we get out of here? Thank you. It is called The Connection Challenge. Uh -huh. And it's on Amazon, or you can go over to my website, yep. which is alansamuelcohen.com. Awesome. Awesome. And we'll have links to everything for connecting with Alan and getting his book and all that great stuff on the show page. And uh, really seriously, guys, I want you to think about what we just talked through. And I think Alan would back me up on what I'm about to say here that I would encourage you to get online, go find an emotional, um, like the emotional little poster that shows all the charts, you right? know, all the charts. Right. And, and you'll be shocked. Number one, but then look at those emotions and think about how that emotion either helps you connect or causes you to disconnect from situations, from people, from yourself, and start letting those emotions guide you to be a better man and to have a better life. So uh, thanks again, buddy, for being here. Good really tip. It. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Hey, you know, you and I kind of, we're, we're kind of on that wavelength. So um, super smart. We always try to put things out there. And sometimes we can be super dumb too. About that. So, anyway, thanks again for being here, bro. I so appreciate you. Thank you. That's a wrap for 40 plus. Real men, real talk. Where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus Real Men, Real Talk, where the conversations continue.